Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. My name is Maunus and today we're going to take a look at another Samsung phone. Yeah, that's actually quite an odd time and place to take a look at Samsung phones because usually you have like the big fold note event in like August or September and then you would have the subsequent S series launch in around late January early February and as far as we know despite component shortages and all that we still do have an S22 series launch lineup in like late January, early February, sometime in that window. But that is what makes the phone that I have in front of me a bit of an odd one and a phone which is kind of caught in between two generations. I am of course talking about the S21 FE, a phone that was rumored for like almost a year, all the way throughout 2021, when the Galaxy S21 series was like the prevalent prominent Samsung Galaxy flagship series of phones. We thought that it would launch around October where the S20 FE launched in 2020, but no, we had to wait and we perhaps had to wait too long as I'll get to, because as I said, this launches at an odd time. So let's talk shop first, because I feel like there's a bunch of positives that we have to get off the bat right here. So first off, it mirrors the S21 series design pretty much to the letter. That's good. There are a few differences here and there, but on the whole, it very much mirrors all the things that I really liked about the regular S21. So we got a Snapdragon 888, we got either six or eight gigs of RAM, we got either 128 or 256 gigs of storage. This uh, panel right here is an AMOLED 2X 6.4 inch panel, meaning that it is all the goodness that you would usually get from your Samsung phone. It's bright, it's vibrant. It has really slim bezels on this particular model. Um, we have 120 hertz refresh rate. We have 240 hertz touch sampling rate when in gaming mode, uh, Well, which pretty much makes it perfect for gaming, for content consumption, for basically just scrolling and navigating the UI. Samsung has perfected this over a long period of time and that obviously continues. There's no reason to suspect anything other than that this will bring a flagship level experience like a regular S21 would. On the back, we actually have somewhat the same camera setup, so a three lens setup alongside a flash. So that's a 12 megapixel standard wide, a 12 megapixel ultra wide, and an eight megapixel telephoto. Now, thanks to Samsung's color science tuning, their, um, their sort of bokeh and automatic depth of field detection, these are just great versatile cameras that I wouldn't be ashamed of bringing out and taking pictures of my kids of my dog or my cat or my holiday. It's just reliable. Perhaps it will not have the fire and forget reliability of a Pixel or the video capabilities of an iPhone, but Samsung cameras are still great man in the middle ca cameras where you can use them to pretty much any effect, either as a fire forget stuff or where you really tweak it. They take great photos. The S21 IFE is no different. So at the same time, while this is supposed to be a more budget-friendly device, it has all the trimmings that you would expect of the higher-end flagships. 
an IP68 dust and water resistance rating, wireless charging at around 15 watt, while there's semi-fast charging wired with uh, the, uh, at up to, I think, 25 watts, which obviously isn't OnePlus uh, wired speeds, but then again, some budget-friendly OnePlus phones still don't have wireless charging. So again, again, that's that's kind of, you know, be that as it may, I would say. So all of the things that makes a Samsung phone great is here. That's not the problem. You would go in to a store and buy this in some of the pretty cool colors that they have and probably be really happy with your purchase if a purchase happened in a vacuum. The problem with this phone is that it does not happen in a vacuum. And for that, we actually have to put it down into its box and talk shop a little bit. So again, this was supposed to be out in October around the same time that Apple launched their iPhone 13, around the same time that Google launched the Pixel 6. Um, and it was supposed to, I think, probably be cheaper than the regular Galaxy S21, because by that time, it probably wouldn't have fallen in price as much as it is today. But if you go to a Danish retailer, which is what I did in research for this particular piece, and you search for a Galaxy S21, you'll find that phone, the regular Galaxy S21, for around 15% cheaper than this. And this phone's entire reason for existing is that it is cheaper than the regular phone in the same series. This is an S21 FE that could very much be called S21 budget, for, for instance. But it is more expensive than the regular S21. That already is a big warning sign. And at the same time, there are things from this budget-friendly phone that is missing compared to the regular S21. Sure, it has a 500 milliamp hour battery that uh, uh, 500 more milliamp hours in its battery tank. And it also has a slightly bigger screen. This is 6.4 inches, whereas the regular S21 is 6.2. But the fingerprint sensor in this is just optical, not supersonic, meaning that you won't be able to use it, for instance, if your hands are wet. Um, this, uh, the cheapest version, which is what I'm comparing it to, has six gigs of RAM, whereas the S21 has eight gigs of RAM in its cheapest configuration. So there is just some really weird compromises here. And considering the fact that this starts at $700, when you can get the regular S21 for around $550, that's mind boggling to me. In fact, there were several retailers I could find that would sell you an S21 Plus for the same money as this. That's insane. And at the same time, both the regular S21 and S21 Plus, while they do have, well, the S21 has a plastic back like this, they have aluminum rails and this camera, like really, I would say subtle camera housing, uh, which protrudes from the back of the phone is actually uh, in, I think it's aluminum, but it is a metal thing which kind of sits on top of the plastic back. This does not have that. This is just one molded piece of plastic, 
which feels cheaper than I think Samsung intended. They have been going on about Glastic for a while. And while I'm not sure whether or not it is the exact material that we got on the S20, uh, S20 FE, it just feels a bit cheaper this time around. But again, I don't mind that much. It's extremely light and it's a big phone with a 4,500 milliamp hour battery, which probably will last you a good chunk of the day, if not all day. And again, that's kind of the shame of it. It has all the things that you would want, but it launches now in January, a month before the S22 series lands, and one could easily expect the regular S22, with, which has a Snapdragon, Snapdragon um, I would say probably a, uh, what is called the Gen 8 uh, 1, or at least the newer, like this year's version of the Snapdragon SoC, whereas this has the Snapdragon 888 from last year, which puts it in direct comparison to the regular S21, which this is more expensive as while omitting some of its features. So forget comparing it to like the Pixel 6 or the iPhone 13 or any of the Chinese competitors from OnePlus, Xiaomi, Oppo, which really have been raising the bar on the mid-rangers. Compare this to Samsung's own current lineup and what is expected to launch in just a month. That makes this, I think, a really freaking tough sell, regardless of how good it is in a vacuum. So obviously, this launched too late. And now that it launched too late, maybe four or five months too late, they probably either should have taken it back to the drawing board, made sure it had the newest Snapdragon um, 2022 version, Snapdragon flagship SoC, that it had a supersonic fingerprint reader, that it could match their flagships point for point, or, or at the very least, made frickin' sure, even with carrier deals and, and a general loss in price, that this would start below the regular S21, and at least not on par with the S21 Plus. So, hard, hard to figure out what to do with this. And I'm going to have to figure out how I review this. So for now, thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.